What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Random Car Guys. Today's episode is with Sean Abedi from Misfire Motorsports. A really cool episode. Builds a lot of very, very fast Subarus around Oklahoma City and was recently on some cool YouTube racing channels. So definitely check that out. Links will be below. And let's get into the episode. Cheers. Another automotive podcast. Another Oklahoma City-based uh, podcast, I guess we should say that. Uh, Mr. Sean Abedi. Did I say that right? You did. That's, do people ask you that all the time? They do. They yeah. struggle tremendously with the pronunciation of my last name. Especially with the uh, the country guys. A couple yes. of country boys. <laughs> yeah, you were Sean A in my phone for... <laughs> Still, still, still in it. Still Check Sean out. A. Might still be. Yeah. Um, nope. A B E D I. Okay. Well, good. I got it on Facebook. I was like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I spell his name <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, tell, tell, like, I mean, people obviously are listening to this. Know they either know you or they know fast Subarus around Oklahoma City or they know Misfire Motorsports, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I mean, why Subaru? Like, why, why that kind of... Because you, know, you grow up here, and I grew up back home, and Subaru is big back home in the UK, WRC and all that kind of cool stuff. Heath's obviously grown up in Texas and just, like, was drag racing Mustangs and kind of the same in Oklahoma, but you don't really see many people gravitate towards, like, Subarus and, and also Subarus who drag race. So... You're absolutely right. You know, so where's that come from? That's a good question. Um, where it all started was basically... I've always had a uh, fascination with all-wheel drive cars and turbocharged mm-hmm. cars. Um, and for the price point, they're just kind of hard to beat. So um, they've kind of got a weird reputation of, you know, of what you just said, basically. Like, nobody really goes at, like, makes them fast or, you know, besides, like, daily driver duties. So I figured why not, you know, explore that other area and yeah. make them or try to make them fast. So. And when I told, like, told my wife, hey, I'm doing a podcast today, you know, who's it with? What's it about? And I was like, oh, you know, it's this guy who builds really fast Subarus. And she's like, oh, Nana Boo Boo, whatever that thing is. Do you know that? Nana Boo Boo drive build. Do That's you know that story? Me. I have no idea. It's something that. apparently it was like a commercial or something. She's like, oh, Nana Boo Boo, show me a Subaru. Oh, I think I know what she's talking know about. That? Yeah. And I was like, no, like, these, these aren't just bakes. like your typical, like, Subaru cars. These yeah. are like... <laughs> They haul ass. My <laughs> wife has, doesn't care about cars. She's like, oh, cool. All right, see you later. <laughs> but, yeah, that's um, the same thing. So, like, Oklahoma's home? You grew up here? Yes, I did. Born and raised in uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, went to uh, high school at Cassidy. Well, from kindergarten all the way up. Yeah. Graduated from Cassidy. Um, then I went to UCO. Uh, got my business degree from there. And shortly thereafter, uh, decided to open up Misfire. So Nice. Yeah. Uh, family always kind of been in sports? Like motorsport stuff? Yeah, so my parents have always been in the car business ever since I can remember, um, and my brother is as well. So it was kind of one of those things that I didn't necessarily fall into, but it was something that I, that's all I've really known. Yeah, so, so it was natural just to like, you're always kind of yeah, around cars going since up. a really young age and, you know. Just yeah, I thought it was more detailed though in between when you started doing it as a hobby before it just turned into Misfire Motorsports. So it wasn't like an overnight yeah. thing. So no, like, it what, wasn't. Yeah, well, what's like, you know, high school cars and stuff mm-hmm. like that like there's if dads or family's always in the industry you've got to have some awesome yeah stories so basically that. that's where it all started was obviously my parents garage you know wrenching on the uh the sti and you know making mistakes making a lot of mistakes learning from my mistakes and eventually being you know comfortable enough to where i could you know offer it as a public service that's yeah. skipping a lot of things but basically you know it's that's usually how it goes you know make Dude. your mistakes learn from your mistakes and 
you know, here we are today. Something so. to be said for specializing in, you know, one thing and mm-hmm. getting really good at that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Do you still have that first car? So I actually don't have my first STI. I actually was in a uh, collision um, and that car is gone, but I've had my gray Subaru, my 07, the shop car since March of 2010. And so that's I've the had, race car. That is the race car. Yeah. So yeah. I've had that one since, like I said, March of 2010 and that's my baby. So me and my wife that- went... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, me and my wife went on our first date in that car. Um, I bought it bone stock, so it's been a it's been a really fun ride so far. So yeah, yeah, it's been good marketing. You know, having race car for this, even though you don't. I mean, you do work on a lot of race cars, but mm-hmm. you work on a lot of normal things here too, right? Yeah, so we're uh, yeah, we we do a lot of race car stuff, and we also focus on routine maintenance um, stuff like that. Just basically give people another option to bring their car in to have oil changes, routine maintenance done, such as time belt water pump. Uh, fluid flushes, um, inspections, yeah. stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so it's not just race cars here at Misfire Motorsports. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That'd be the more fun part though. For yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. You got to pay the bills and gotta do the normal the stuff, exactly. right? You got to take over yeah. and do the normal mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so like growing up here and, and how old are you? I am 28. Yeah. And I'll okay. be 29 in about a week. It's so we're all yeah, fairly started, the same age. Yeah, then. when you start getting up there, you're like, what? Because yeah. you always know your age, right? You're exactly. 21, you're yeah. 25. I'm like, I don't want to be an adult so bad. And eventually yeah. you're like, what? what? You're like, shit, yeah. I'm yeah. just turned 30, really? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But all no, I get, you know, obviously growing up here and, and kind of Oklahoma street racing culture wasn't, I guess, as good as it is now growing up, I assume. I wasn't here. Heath, what do you think? Were you here? You uh, yeah, I mean, and that's how I know you, right? Yeah. And, and I'd say back when it was really good, you know? And we ran into each other down Santa Fe. It's almost been, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost been so long that it might not be incriminating to talk about in too yeah, many exactly. details, right? That's, we that's got like a, a good really thing, right? It's a statue of limitations. Statue really of limitations. Wild black out. Mustang, and mm-hmm. I wondered if he'd ever been outran by a Subaru, you know? I was like, well. Which at that point, I hadn't. <laughs> Have I still been? How did that first race or that first interaction go? Were you thinking, who's this guy in a Subaru? Uh, no, because I think, because you had been around so long, because it was like, I was definitely an outsider. I, okay. I came up here in 2012, 2013, and there was that good core kind of group of guys, and I, like everybody kind of knew what they had, so I think I was probably tipped off for sure. <laughs> you know, so like, Don't race this like, guy. A couple times that little I saw guy, him. Subaru, <laughs> yeah. beat his little mouthy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I got that guy. And then sure enough, I was like, no, that guy's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I saw Heath, uh, I was always not in my car. I was always in like a truck or something else. Mm. And I'd always see him, you know, having a, having a good old time in his car. And I was like, man, I hope one day I can run into him in my car, Texas plates, you know, I was like, this guy, you know, got to let him know yeah. how things go around here, you know? So <laughs> finally one day I saw him going down Santa Fe, like I said earlier, and yeah. that's where the friendship generated. Yeah. So yeah. here we are. Who won that race? Honestly, I can't even remember. I don't if we, remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember really if we raced. Clean. Yeah, yeah but we had, we had the conversation it. at the stoplight. I do remember that. And uh, hey, man, nice car. That's yeah, exactly. but you're just like g- like general nice guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I learned about you after though is it's not. It's a little bit of color. <laughs> 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 it's, it's like bait. <laughs> so uh, when you first hey, man, what's right. going on? You're off. That's awesome car. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, is this real? Or do I get set up? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta play that game. But then you keep running our toes. We're running into getting to know you. I didn't. And differentiate too. Oh, it's just a nice guy. And nice. uh, but then I start hearing stories. Mm-hmm. And then we start out the street racing. And I start seeing you do it to everybody. And then, he, and then I'm like, oh, he's nice, he's nice to everybody. Yeah. And then we get like you would kind of walk over and start talking about it. He's like, okay, so here we go. That guy, F that guy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> it's just setting everybody up. Just gotta know. Yeah. Gotta let them know. Yep. Um, so Sweet great. on the so, outside. <laughs> Devilish. <laughs> was there always, I guess, like a goal to open up your own spot then? Like going through, like the reason you got a business degree over any other degree or whatever it is, like... So, a- that's a really good question. Yeah. I really honestly don't know the answer to that. I kind of just... I wouldn't say it fell into my lap, but when my dad was in his prime in the car industry, car business, I was basically working for him and, you know, working on his cars and stuff like that. And on my free time, I was doing my Subaru stuff and I was really passionate about it. And, um, that's when I was like, you know what, once I graduate, I may, you know, take this leap and see what happens. And, um, a lot happened, um, and you know, there's good and bad things that happen. Obviously, starting from scratch, sole proprietor is not the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, but I made a, you know, made mistakes, learned a lot from those mistakes, um, and that's, in my opinion, a really good way to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, without making mistakes, I don't think that you can really, you know, figure out right. how to do things. And then um, a few, down, uh, a couple years down the road, I met Grant, which is my shop manager at, the, at Misfire Motorsports. He's literally one of my best friends, um, and he keeps this place going. I mean, mm. he is very, very valuable to Misfire Motorsports. His work ethic, his determination, and just everything about him. Guy just rocks. Yeah. So, when you were working on Dad's cars, is it just general dealership cars, or was it like race, like street performance? Yeah, stuff? it was just like general maintenance items okay. and stuff. And that was the thing. I never really knew what I was going to be working on, and I didn't like that, you know, because. Yeah. I just like working on one thing and the one thing I knew was Subarus and, you know, a Ford Fusion or a Ford whatever, Ford F-250 mm-hmm. to a, you know, a Chevy Cruze. It's hard to be really good at all those things. Yeah. And it's just like those demand certain things themselves, mm-hmm. you know. So getting to know Subarus and learning about them more and more by wrenching on them, that's when I was like, this is the what this is the route I want to take. I want to specialize in these, this brand and just see what happens yeah so and like i'm gonna go back to like what do why subaru in and go into detail and why subaru right because okay. for me like i love the old like you know colin mccray richard burns Peter solberg like that is why Very i like british guy that's yeah, found. yeah like, I that is that. why i like subarus and mm-hmm. now you have like i mean atkinson's back in a subaru now mm-hmm. and he's doing rally america stuff and, yeah. and you know all these other guys who are doing the the rally america stuff and it's great now to see Peter solberg's son mm-hmm. oliver now in a subaru super cool um that's where i draw from you know i remember going to wales rally gb and watching these guys flying out sitting in a in a forest just pissing down with rain you know and then you you sit there and the, you know richard burns goes by you know with videos over the 100 miles yeah and that's exactly what like yeah, so you know it's like, crazy that's kind of my side of of why i think why i love subarus right because yeah. they're insane and rallying is insane well you can't Sean's, really rally yeah the rally sure culture insane. itself is mind-blowing it's um chaos. it's just yeah. it, it's yeah, it is chaos. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable how talented those drivers are and the, you know, the things that they go through and the choices they have to make mm-hmm. within a split second. It's honestly mind-blowing. The Rally Heritage definitely was something that I was interested in, but mo- more so, it was kind of like, you know, there really isn't anything else like them. There's the Mitsubishi Evolution at the time. Yeah. Um, rest in peace to those guys. Uh, they don't make those anymore. Yeah. They still make STIs. Fast and Furious um, too. Yeah. This <laughs> is like Valley Dig versus <laughs> yeah. Evo versus STI. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Subaru 
Mustang versus Camaro. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I mean, to that point, I mean, I look at it, there's just Mustangs and Camaros. It mm-hmm. was that basic platform, and this was something that was different and unique. Yeah. Right? Unless you went like so, a Honda from the Fast and Furious days. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the the first STI was introduced in the United States in 2004, which was, you know, the really iconic 04 blah mm-hmm. by STI. Blue yeah. on gold was like the most iconic one. And I remember seeing one in um, my younger years, and I, I instantly fell in love with that car. Mm-hmm. I was like, I will have one of those. He said younger years like he sounded like <laughs> his dad. Well, you know so, that? <laughs> I'm like 75 years old. That so. was the first car that Ken Block did his Jim Connor in, right? Yes, it was. That was the first one. Yeah. 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 And I remember watching videos of them, you know, doing rally stuff and everything else that mm-hmm. STI guys do, all the rally drivers and Ken Block jumping the STI. And yeah. it's just there's the culture behind the brand was just something that really attracted me. And I couldn't wait to have my own. Yeah. And it. I just love So them. then you went towards the turbo end and started like naturally adapting that rally culture to the street and like, yeah. okay, now we can't, we can use and four it's wheels. Like we can't something go that corners, you just don't but. see very often. You know, you right. see a lot of Mustangs and Corvettes and Camaros and you, and you know what they do, but Subarus can be kind of unsuspecting just because you don't see very many of them yeah. heavily modified and you just kind of never know what you're, you know, rolling up on. It could be the, the doctor that's driving, you know, his 04 STI home from, you know, work yeah. or it could be some guy in a 600 wheel horsepower STI that, you know, is same. looking for, yeah. you know, exactly fishing for a race. So, I really want to. And they all kind of look the same. It, <laughs> well, why not? He, he's chewing on his lip over here. Yeah, I am. <laughs> like, still, I don't want to get into it. Let's yeah. get into it. Let's I want to do make it. Super jokes. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's what yeah. this is about. No super jokes, please. Yeah. Be nice. Um, <laughs> and like, you, said, you just have to fix them all. <laughs> and we've had a, like a mutual like love of like the the. The nineties Subaru, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the you know, I don't even want to know what it's GC eight? Yeah, whatever like the 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 twenty two B is one of the There you go, that one, right? The most yeah. iconic, yeah. I guess. Two door squad yeah. in there. So that yeah, like priceless. Yeah. As, as any it's any of, of those ever come across the shop shapes. floor or thought about because you can buy like I, and I've seen people who've just bought like the shell and like rebuilt the entire car yeah. and like get the kit and everything like yeah the, t- yeah, you know. the wide body stuff we yeah. actually had an Impreza come to the shop not too long ago it was a 98 two door just an Impreza yeah um it was just really cool to see that. It was like the original owners that had it. It was kind of passed down their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just did like brakes and oil chain and stuff on it. But it was cool to see that, you know, what it could be. You know, like yeah. the 20, 22B is basically that, mm-hmm. but not that. You right. know, it's like the same chassis, very similar. And, you know, it's. Yeah, that for me is like my favorite one. Yeah, they're amazing cars. Definitely. I wish that we could get, you know, get one here. And super low production, obviously priceless. Yeah. Probably won't ever happen, but, you know, we can dream. Yeah. One thing that's cool, I think, just about your business, too, is, you know, we're sitting here right next to an engine, which you've always got one on the stand. There's engines in the the shop. But, like, here, you know it all throughout. Like, you know, you've got a a tuning partnership that you guys have grown over time, Mm -hmm. you know, learn together. Uh, so, you know, communication between your tuner and performance stuff is just, that's it. Crucial. It's, yeah, that's what you got to have. It's the most important mm-hmm. part of it. But just knowing that you are, you know, building these things in-house, right? You're specking them. It's all your advice. Mm-hmm. And so you're really able to take people through the entire process and come back and answer for it in one place. Mm-hmm. Get it worked on and get it maintained in one place. You're yeah. not going anywhere. You know, I think it gives people a lot of confidence. And, and I think it's a unique thing that you offer that Thank you. you've kind of been let down at times, right? Mm-hmm. You can't always rely on people, especially with something that's unique and yeah. more low volume. Yes, I think really hats off to you. And if people don't know, I think it's important that they do. Yeah, it's like you just find the best ways to do if it's not available. So thank you. So and the good thing is, like you said, people can come in here and they can get their oil changed, they can get brakes, but then also they can take whatever they've got, you know, the 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 Subaru platform that they have, Mm -hmm. and turn it up to what your race car is. Or yeah, have you been in one? Have you driven one? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
raced against quite a few of them. I know, so no, I'm saying, have you? He's never been in. I no, respect. Yeah. We, need, we need to take him for a spin yeah, after I this, and, and yeah, and just to kind of I've change really his mind. I really let him know what they yeah. can be. You should probably know, stop this podcast and do it right F-150s, now. Fifties, you know, one hundred percent. Seen him stop in the middle of the highway, yeah. <laughs> eleven o'clock in the day. I don't know what you're talking about. Clutch dump. I don't know who he's talking about. It surely wasn't me. Got a good amount of experience in supers. Yeah, highly. Yeah, I will say it takes a talent like to make one work. If you're in a platform like that, like I think the STI, like or just the Subaru. Yeah. high performance stuff it's finicky you really have to know what you're doing and it's kind of like everything's got to come together for you to have the right package you're always going to be a little bit underpowered mm-hmm. right a little bit shorter ratio so there's like some this automatic is the thing. I'll, say, I'll stop you right there and uh, <laughs> you're gonna punch yeah, you in the face. Yeah, he, just, yeah, he just keeps going on and on about some so in my opinion and what I've learned in this industry is expectations right yeah. that is the number one thing when a customer walks through my door is my goal is to set the expectation. Surely they could go buy a Mustang and make a thousand wheel horsepower for X amount of money. But the, in the Subaru, it's like, you just can, it's, it's different. The expectation is different. So it's a completely different driving experience. Well, and also you don't, you don't have, you don't have Subaru memes of people wiping out curbs and climbing curbs (laughs) and taking people out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's like the number one thing in my opinion, it's like once you establish that expectation with the client, they kind of know exactly what they're getting into. But yes, like he said, Whenever you're generating X amount of wheel horsepower on a motor with half the cylinders, then there is accelerated wear, and that has to be understood. Like mm-hmm. it demands more attention and yeah. you know religious maintenance yeah. scheduling. Like you have to take care of the car, you have to check the fluids, you have to make sure it's good. You can't beat on it over and over again. You have to make sure the car is taken care of. Yeah. And that goes for anything from two cylinders in a side by side up to a you know, yeah. a Lamborghini that's a, a twin turbo high car. Performance you know, car. Yeah, anything yeah. that's you're doubling the output of a factory engine, that expectation needs to be had that hey, like you well, need to pull the dipstick out. We were talking about the longevity of my truck and that setup. Exactly. And we were why maintenance. Just maintenance. Maintenance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good conversation we had, mm-hmm. especially being on like, you know, just pump gas fuel and stuff like that and like the the things you have to add to make it more stable and secure and reliable. Those are p- things and steps that people yeah. miss. Well, to the non-car, it's just it's just good ingredients. Exactly. That's just, it, I mean, you, mm-hmm. people, you know, well, talking about what they, their diet, what people they put in their body. Also, like, and I didn't even know this until you told me. Like, people don't understand how bad the gas is that they're buying. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah well, people don't realize. I, I think the the funniest one where I get them, you know, talking about expectations mm-hmm. or horsepower expectations, right? Is okay. How much does your car make? You know, it comes out. Oh, it makes 400, 450. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay, that's what it says there. Now, do you know the difference between crank and wheel? Yeah. And you also under, understand the difference in fuel. So if you run an Oklahoma 91, that car has never actually water. made the power that's yeah. even advertised. Yeah. Like, what? I'm like, no, because it's running so rough. It's not even running what the, the factory says it's good enough yeah. at. Yeah. So you want to go modify and add things to that. You just need to understand that it's not a possibility. Exactly. Right. You know, people may do it and take your money and be very dishonest, but you're going to have unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. You get burned, and that's a lot of people in a performance thing. Yeah. But luckily, Oklahoma just started getting 93. And so it's really changed it's everything. It's a game changer, yeah. yeah. And especially The over- last year has been... So yeah. much easier. And the ability that, you know, you can go get E85 <laughs> from OnQ and yeah. RS Fuels. Matt is... Yeah, shout out to RS Fuels. Yeah, because before, awesome. before 93 came in more, like that was the only place to get, get anything. E85 yeah. that you trusted. Always looking out for the car guys, yep. you know, and going the extra mile to make sure that we've got good fuel, which helps everybody, the consumer, yeah, yeah. the shops, everything, just to kind of put out a consistent We wouldn't product. have had to perform. I, there's no way we would have had the level of performance and the types of cars in the groups if it hadn't honestly got been for that because it's such a crucial thing that nobody would have been able to achieve, I think, the performance and the reliability out mm-hmm. of the stuff that we've had. I agree yeah. 100%. So, yeah. That's the beauty of Oklahoma. There's so many people that are involved within the, the car community that, you know, they 
you know, build establishments from the ground up for to basically help local racers out. You know, yeah. like that's just so cool. You don't really get that anywhere else. Well, well. when I when I moved to Oklahoma, <clears throat> like the first thing getting on the forums, I got yeah. pretty quick, and then so I was trying to tune my car, mm-hmm. and I was I was on ninety one, and I was I had never experienced anything that bad. Yeah. So I just did the Texas thing. It was mm-hmm. just just tuning it just like I did in Texas, and the car was just like almost coming apart. Yeah, tuner couldn't figure it out. And he was from Houston, and. And so I get on the forum and thank God I did that because nobody really thought it was that bad, but there weren't a lot of the, you know, the Ford stuff was pretty new mm-hmm. and how knock sensitive yeah. it was and people weren't as aware as they are now. But there was just like RS Fuels and luckily I lived right by it. Yeah. Like if I'd have lived on the that. other side of the city, <laughs> I'd have been toast. Yeah. Like <clears throat> my car was knocking so bad I barely made it to RS. I yeah. knew that. And I'd put 100 octane in it, just there, 108 <laughs> just or whatever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. that was real. And that was, if I hadn't had the group or the group hadn't been established here, I would have been screwed because I just re spent a ton of money on mods because i had kind of demod i was gonna get rid of that car yeah i remember when I moved up here and then i was like well i guess i'll just keep it there's nothing yeah, else like better that to car buy it's like the cleanest s197 car there ever was <sighs> see that was the warehouse digs that we could do mm-hmm. or it was out racing i love that car the, i'll never I forget the first that. time i saw it like i just i said earlier it was like the loudest coyote car <laughs> there ever was and i just and I rolled up on it the stoplight i was like yeah that Super would be ashamed. good to be driving this car yeah i was like what's up man that was the me head days yeah. as well was it uh, was like, that was mostly past me head days yeah. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't it well was, on his way well on his way yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying I was professional half the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you uh, have to fold the steering wheel over when you was talking to me that was a fun car I miss you know that we were talking about power levels you mm-hmm. know stuff was just a little bit more realistic back then you yeah. could beat on it I remember it was, whenever you got your S550 car you were like one of the first the yeah, I broke it every possible way <laughs> yeah. I remember he got back into his car yeah, was brand new somebody wrote right yeah, it was, it was like two literally months, like, two the, like the first the new generation what is that an S550 car yeah it was 15 I yeah. one of the first ones and yeah yeah just cause I'd had the, I, I really I wasn't like a Mustang guy but the the 5 liter when it came out when Hard I got that 12 the platform yeah, yeah it was awesome so when they came out with the new one I was just in a good position and I yeah. wanted to go ahead and build one and do something, something cool so yeah I ordered one and that car was cursed I mean mega cursed and I don't think I'll ever do that again because the amount of money and frustration I learned yeah. I think everything that maybe turned into what what I'm doing now but um, man I was coming out of the gym and I was rolling through Pep Boys I was going three miles an hour and some girl in her grandma's car backs up and hits Boom. my rear quarter uh, the, folded it over. the one panel that is the, that is part of the body of the car Everything else is interchangeable, right? Yeah, you take it off the fender. fender. Like it, so yeah. it was a uh, it was a $13,000 repair, and it was such a, a tricky repair that I had to go to a really good body shop for it. So I had to wait, and I had to drive it around six months. I went to two race events, I remember that, yeah. and I put just a big Band-Aid on it, and I think we put a bunch of marker and Sharpie on it. <laughs> Yeah, because so, the car was like so new. I don't think there were yeah, like and parts I had put really all kinds of money. I already you know, put it on the eighty-five and almost wrecked it trying to tune that because it yeah. had. This is why you don't do new stuff. Uh, we put it on the eighty-five and the fuel trims were all off, and I don't know what else was going on like with the throttle mapping and stuff. But I would be sitting at a stoplight, and if I put it in first, it would just start taking off. Like the throttle would just start increasing, and I have to kick it out, and even kicking it in neutral, it would just want to rev out, and I'd have to kill it. Yeah. It's almost wrecked a couple times and. Cold Springs parking lot I'm trying to get that worked out yeah it's I've, I've had the car it's got 200 like, miles on it yeah and you so. mean like don't like don't mod new cars that have just come out because there's they haven't been worked on enough to know yeah I was just hooked up with my no tuner and I didn't pay attention to really any yeah because it was brand new so nobody yeah. really yeah. had it figured out and he was like oh we can because you know, he was the guy that tuned my last Mustang well it's a completely different computer and yeah. it's like about three or four times as complicated and we yeah it's interesting but anyway 
expectations yeah. fuel all stuff's complicated. I don't remember where I was going with that, but uh, oh, we were just talking about that. Expectations, part. yeah. 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 I remember when you first got yeah, 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 yeah. It was a cool experience, but holy crap! <laughs> like, hey, but that's why we're here talking right. about it, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, if they're those experiences, I feel like are. Well, it's what makes you car guys. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's true. It's, it funny. You know, you've got to have those stories. How long it's been <laughs> if everything goes perfectly and smooth, there's yeah. nothing to talk about. Yeah. You know? well, it's just, always the guy that runs in your car, you blow your stuff up, or, you know, I was talking so my life about how soft I'd gotten, you know, because we used to like work all day. Mm-hmm. Just, and I would tear apart the car that I was driving for my sales job. Like, real important job. Needed to be on top of it. <laughs> you know, pretty professional thing. Yeah. And I would not really have slept, working all night, doing a bunch of stuff. I'd just get it together enough to go to work. I finally got smart and bought another car for a while, but <laughs> not at first. Yeah. And there was times that I would roll up to work with, like, the drag radials on it. Like, 15s. Like, just just pouring down. Didn't have time to It off. was like, yeah, it was 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning by the time we got done on a Wednesday. Yeah. You know? And, That's uh, awesome. And a bunch of, bunch of adults. When you've told uh, me that you've spun out a couple of times and you're leaving. Well, was Andy one time? was telling the story of, were you out there in the parking lot when my diff broke on the turnpike in the white car? I think so. Or yeah. maybe I wasn't for that. <clears throat> maybe I was. It was like 32 degrees. It was really cold. And I thought I'd fixed it after it broke, uh, whatever. It was like a streetcar takeover. And so Andy jumped in the car with me. I thought you were out there. And I went and did it. Man, I don't want to talk about this on the podcast. Anyway. You don't have to. Um, that doesn't matter. Just my mom would probably freak out. Oh, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> Of all the things sure that you could have said there to justify, like, why you don't want to say that, it's yeah. not my mum would give me so down. much shit. I don't want to let her down. I don't want to let her down. Anyway. You're thanks, a kid. It's fine. Thanks for having in, me. In your younger days. You kid? In your younger, long in, in your younger days. Um, long enough. Well, we learned we, since then. Yeah. yeah. We're I mean, better at it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Smarter. Take yeah, way yeah. less risks. Right. Yeah, way less risks. Um, yeah, no, I just got out, did the test hit, thought something was wrong. And this is where don't, don't do things if you think something's wrong. So I was, just, I was in the middle lane. There's three lanes. I got on it at about a hundred ish. Something broke in the driver's side rear end. It locked it up and it started catching. And so it sent my car into the wall. Yeah. But I saved it. I literally just pulled the wheel. I have no idea how. And it skipped across and Andy thought he was going to die. And he tells the story because <laughs> he was in the passenger seat. It felt terrible. I, I don't know how. It was just a crazy thing. And then we rolled out of it. And then, you know, cluck, 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 cluck. yeah, there it okay, yeah, it's broke. Yep, something's yeah. wrong. So, yeah. yeah. That's terrifying. So yeah. glad Not a happened. great story. I don't want to tell Yeah, details. that was, that that was a, a real anti-climax. I don't really give a lot of details yeah. about it. Yeah. I feel like the worst. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah. Andy tells the story better. Yeah. We just relived it at the cruise. Like, he was just talking about it. I forgot about it. Yeah. So, but. That's crazy. Well, like, and the cruise that we just were all on, like, it's, and I, I was on it last year for the first time, and it was half the amount of cars, and now there was, like, 40-something plus cars, and you're like, this is trouble. That, right? was, a, that was a cool experience. Yeah, I mean, it was cool, uh, but like, you know, we, we, we drove for a mile and then got, yeah. in, you know, yeah. hey guys, well, what, what do you want to do today? Flashing we, blue lights. Like, we were attracting some hmm, attention for sure. What are you guys doing today? Oh, it's <laughs> a charity. I didn't think it was, it was wild when you think back to the early days, like we were rolling around what we could afford mm-hmm. and some people could afford other things, yeah. right? But it was still a much more conservative group of cars. Yeah. And then now it's, you got two McLarens. You've got multiple Lambos. Two Ferraris. Three like, McLarens. Yeah. Yeah. And the dudes are just getting on them like they got on like their Mustangs. Yeah. And back in the day. That. Yeah. They're literally all treated the same. So cool. <clears throat> yeah. True car so guys, though. Yeah, yeah you're right. True yeah. that. So yeah. if you're not exactly. doing it, you're not doing. And every one of them's yeah. modded. Oh every yeah. Every supercar that's modded. That, that's what's <laughs> great. Well, I think there was one guy. It's about three hundred thousand dollar car. There was there was one guy who just like he just bought a four five eight and pulled up and then then Josh pulls up next to him. No, is it is it Josh who has a. Josh Stevens. has the heavily modified. Yeah, so Josh pulls yeah. up next yeah. to him and he's like, ah, 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you can do to a full five eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's slammed. Yeah. It's Here's got a Ferrari. straight yeah. pipe. Here's my yeah. pinnacle. <laughs> and then this dude pulls up in a slam body kit. Full straight exhaust. Yeah, it's I love that. You got to respect that. Sounds yeah. so and it takes, good. It would the definitely sound take a, is just yeah. breathtaking. I mean this in the most respectful way, but it would take a Honda guy to do that to a Ferrari. 100%. 100%. It's okay. I respect it. But yeah. But that's the good thing though, right? Because he's built, he does all the work himself most for the most part, right? And Josh, and I'm sure we have him on as well. Like his, he has a Honda S two thousand. Yeah, he also I don't has know very Civic, well, right? That like, got really clean. you know, like, but yeah. that's that's why he's a car guy because he doesn't just have, you know, he's not a guy who's just sold a company and gone and bought their first Ferrari. Yeah, like he has True had, guy. yeah, he's had Civics. He still mm-hmm. has a Civic or what? You know, like that's 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 what I we're after. That. That's it? a true you car know? guy. You know, it's. Mm-hmm should respect and like pretty yeah. much anything like which Ferrari how many Ferrari owners do you know that have a Civic race like drag car yeah yeah that uh, probably is a, you know definitely more cool. ni- niche niche yeah niche what was yeah. it what do you do you say niche I say niche yeah and I say niche probably it's, Ameri- it's American thing yeah. anyway um, talking up. cars and car guys you obviously have more than one car mm-hmm. what do you what's the, li- what's the line what's the lineup right now man so his wife is also peering <laughs> over. This is your excuse to tell me what you really want. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, okay. So yeah, I've got a, I've got some problems. I've got a uh, 2006 STI um, that we basically restored from the ground up. It was in really poor shape whenever I bought it a few years ago. And that's one thing that I really like doing is kind of bringing those cars back to kind of go through like a, a mm-hmm. stage of their life where they're super neglected because um, I feel like it does the car justice. So that's uh, got one of our stage two motors in it, full bolt-ons, makes right about 400 wheel horsepower, super fun daily driver. Me and Cassie have taken it out to Red River, New Mexico. It's kind of one of the cars where we like to take out to the mountains and just have a good time. Um, and then obviously we've got the race car, the 07 STI, which is, you know, that is that is my baby. Yeah. Um, I've, like I said, I've had that car for 10 years now basically and um, bought a bone stock to where it is now and you know basically it's every, that car is everything so um, that's the Subarus and then I've got Cassie's got a Jeep SRT8 that we just got her this year probably one of my favorites mm-hmm. um, Heath got us hooked up with some nice Belgian wheels for it mm-hmm. really shout changed the look Scott. of it shout out to mm-hmm. Heath very, Dean very sharp yeah mm-hmm. love the way it looks um, and then I've got a Ford truck that's like our shop truck basically that yeah. we uh, use to haul around all of our goods and um, haul she's, the race car around pretty ish so pretty ish yeah. yeah he's giving her a little little facelift yeah nice I've had that truck since uh, I don't even know how long it's I've had it forever it's been a great truck it's got almost 400,000 miles on it um you can almost drive that, that's it. the one that you take your side by side oh know, yeah, yeah exactly so you guys yep. go do a lot of that right yeah it's one thing that uh, Cassie doesn't really like the the racing side of stuff and I don't like obviously force her to get in the car with me to do that stuff it's not it's not something that we do right um, so, so that was kind of an idea your typical date night so. yeah exactly <laughs> we don't yeah we used to take the O7 really. out and have a little bit of fun here and there but now it's got a roll cage and kirky seats not the most ideal no. um, yeah date night car so uh we now spend our weekends that are warmer um in the side by side it's something that we can both enjoy doing a few of our friends have you know razors and stuff like that where we go out and ride around for the day and it's super fun oklahoma's beautiful as well it's like there's so many places to ride around here that you know it's Everyone's like, Oklahoma's so flat. It's like, you just haven't looked around. You know, it's right. just crazy. You know he's got a problem because he's doing like an Oklahoma tourism thing yeah. about justifying his side. Well, no, because I've been, right no, but I, have you been to some of these places though? 
Yeah, no, I'm just giving him shit. No, I know. Yeah, but I, I've I been there. Like, like I've been to Crossbar Ranch. Ranch. Oh my good. god! Like yeah. Cassie this morning woke up. And was like, are we going to Crossbar tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Like tomorrow's going to be 71 degrees. Yeah. Um, so we're going to probably load up and head out there for the day. And, and then was, what's the other one that's near like Durant? Is there one down that way? It's more of like a near like the There's lake a lot and of stuff. Little, like, I've yeah, been to so that the, one. The most like the one that's like really really cool is the Little Sahara. Okay, um, I haven't up been up So it's like one of the few basically dunes that we have in the u.s right. so people travel from all over the country to come mm-hmm. down there and ride side by sides out there it's super cool they have events out there well they have atv takeover out there right yeah yeah utv takeover the UTV then takeover, they have yeah. like uh all kinds of cool a lot stuff. of events yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. events like we thought car stuff was crazy oh, the yeah. side by side industry in itself is people its own nuts. thing yeah people spend thousands and thousands and it's thousands. almost like nascar tailgates it really is yeah <laughs> it's it's crazy i mean mm-hmm. those buggies can get up to crazy amounts of horsepower. I mean, some of those guys are making 600-wheel horsepower <laughs> in a buggy that weighs less than 2,000 pounds. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. See Elliott Pressers? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, see? Yeah, Ooh. that thing is nasty. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you know uh, Hunter Owen? I don't. Hunter Owens, and he, he's, he's got two right now. He's okay. got, But he makes them street legal as well. Okay, cool. So he was the one, if you were a coffee house one day, he rolled up and I was with him. We just rolled in in his, you know... Four, oh, yeah. four seater, right? Yeah. Four seater. <laughs> four yeah, and he, and that's when, cool. And he like sits like there's like there were three of us in it in, in the in the space. He puts like this mannequin alien head, with, like this giant green alien that's thing, awesome. and everyone's like some some like you know uh, Corvette sixty five year old Corvette guy with chrome wheels is like <laughs> with those new belts. What, yeah, what is that? New belts yeah. on. Yeah. I got confused. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like he, I'll. I'll connect you guys he's he's doing some cool stuff as a shop cool. at his house and he's yeah. building you know awesome. he's like say he's setting up a business to, to basically make them street legal okay um, sounds like he's a way to let you spend more money on your yes he is yeah, yeah he's, he, i'm just here I'm yeah. just he, but he, he does the whole crossbar thing like he has an rv they go down and like do the whole yeah, that's like, one thing Cassie and i were talking about is like it would it's a really fun activity but sometimes it's a little bit much for one day you know like like yeah. up in the morning mm-hmm. riding or getting up in the morning, driving down there, riding, and then loading back up, driving coming back down. Yeah. I think yeah. that yeah. like having like a little camper or yeah. something would completely change the experience because you can go ride for a couple hours, relax. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. really excited over here. He goes down for a weekend. Side by side. There is a camper on the way. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> scrolling the ads tonight. Camper. Wow. Camper, yeah. camper. Oh, so wow. anyway, they have those adventure campers that where you can mm-hmm. actually load the side by side yeah. in the back of it. The toy uh-huh. haulers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The toy yeah. Yeah. So we consider getting one of those to basically stay there for a couple of days yeah. and get the to make your problem a family problem exactly <laughs> right. yeah speaking of yeah yeah 22b there you go there it is Grant's mom actually got that for me um, i think it's freaking cool that's a cool model for sure it is uh back to so so the so the race car is basically like this, this is, is what pen. i can do with everything in the shop this is like the marketing that's this, my pen I know that's my Do you mind having a conversation here? picking shit up off the, off the desk? Like, yeah, really? Bro. I lose, I leave them everywhere. And I'm the only one who buys those pens. I was wondering what that was. Do you want that pen Sorry. back? Do you you can have the pen back, it's probably been here two years. It's Go probably ahead. But what, so what I'm saying is like the race car that you have, like mm-hmm. that is like, the, you know, this is your image. This is the shop. This is what we do. Yeah. This is always pushing that to the next level. And if anybody wants to see all of that information, that's what's on the, you just did a video, right? With Yeah, with the, that racing stuff. channel with J-Rod. Yeah. yeah. So that's on YouTube. Um, and that basically portrays like our racing side of the stuff that we can do. Yeah. Um, and that's the work that we've done to the 07. So. so you're just constantly working on it and 
Yeah, honestly, that car, uh, it, that's, it's funny that you asked that because no, not really. Oh, really? Um, so that configuration has been in that car for a year and eight months now. Mm -hmm. um, never really have messed, just routine maintenance um, for a race car. And then we just get in it, drive it, and yeah. race it. You know, you caught and, it on fire one time. I did. That oh, really? was very unfortunate. Yeah, that was about three years ago or four years ago. I had a really unfortunate event. A fuel injector O-ring um, popped. Uh and started leaking fuel. It started leaking fuel and a place caught on fire. Leave. Luckily, yeah. this lady stopped and we put it out. So fuel fires are never good. Jeez. So now it's got a fire suppression system to alleviate <laughs> that problem. And he's hardcore and burnt his arms all up. I did. Did he burn cream? I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That wasn't convenient considering I had to still work um, on cars with third degree burns on my arm. Um, but it's like a day before Fourth of July. I think. Yeah. It was hot outside. Yeah, it's not convenient, but hey, we it, yeah. it asked the yeah. story. He casually shows up too. Remember we did we did Fourth of July that year. Oh yes, you that? I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah you were just star. yeah, you were yeah. Uh, it was like from here to here. You were just like, hey, what's up? And just yeah. this pain on your face. What happened? My car got. I knew that. Yeah. Like, well, what's wrong? It's like, well, I burnt my arm. I got on fire too, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow. I don't think it's true hot rodding unless you've uh, set your car on fire. So well, it's also it the love, it yeah, yeah. The love yeah. of like, I'm saving this thing. This is not yeah. burning yeah, to the ground. Yeah, I was with one of my really good highway. friends, James. Uh, James Melton, man. Anyways, so we jump out. and He lives in my neighborhood. Yeah, love mm -hmm. that guy. Super, super good dude. And... Uh, he was like, Sean, we got to let it go. It's getting, it's too far away. I said, James, what did you just He's say? He's a really it's chill gone. dude. Yeah. So I was like, that is not what we're doing. I was like, I will flag down any person going down Memorial. Somebody surely has left Sam's yeah. with a 32 pack of water, you know? And luckily this lady stopped and she had some water and, uh, yeah, our extinguisher that I had in the car somehow was either it was empty or malfunctioned. Yeah. So that was about my luck. Yeah. Um, but luckily, you know, it's out and it's been good. So And you still have it. Yeah, still That's have it. That's the best thing yeah, about exactly. it, right? Because you have to rebuild it, repair yeah. everything. Luckily, <laughs> nothing crazy tough. happened with it. It just, you know, hurt the wiring harness in a couple spots. And James yeah. being how awesome he is since he was there, uh, begging me for a ride in the car because I was actually closing the shop up to go home. Mm -hmm. He felt the need to help rewire so the damaged harness. Well, that's all that was his <laughs> fault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. like, James, I'm just trying to go home. Like, my wife's at home. You know, he's like, just, just one pull, man. I yeah. want to feel what... What it, what it feels like. I was like, all right. And of course, it leads to my car on fire and third burns. So. <laughs> Which obviously led to you not going home that, uh, as quick as you should have yeah, been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, Cassie, yeah. Uh, I'm over here on the side of the road and my arm burned up. It's yeah. like, get here as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but don't, but, but don't, don't freak out. I yeah, don't think. freak out. I'm Everything's good. Fine. You know, the, car, the fire's out, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, so you have, uh, those are your cars mm -hmm. and then you have like this crazy little beetle thing in the shop that's pretty you know pretty famous in its own right yeah. it is um tell me about that what's because people see this car they you know they they might come up here they see it as well but uh -huh. what's like the your whole involvement in it and what has been done to that so that is asian from street outlaws dung beetle um we had the awesome opportunity to build that car for him um that happened a couple years ago it's com fully complete now it drove in air cooled and left super powered we had it at sema last year um in las vegas it never once left the shop in the entire duration of the the full build. So it was all done in house. Grant Smith did the full, you know, not the wiring. Excuse me, Ben West did that. But Grant did all the fabrication for the, you know, setting up the motor, the shifter, you know, the rear suspension from scratch, all that stuff. Uh, ben West, our in house tuner here at Misfire Motorsports, BW Tuning, did the entire wiring harness from scratch. So it's running a Haltech ECU 
PDM and a really smart cool, wire. Dude, super, yeah. super cool. It's cooler than anything you've got in your car's digital. I mean, like S-Class Benz or something nice or something yeah. high-end. It's just it's crazy, like, yeah. Really and cool. it's fully fuel-injected, runs on E85, drive-by-wire. Uh, it's got a 2008 STI gas pedal, so it literally runs like a factory STI would. Yeah. Um, so we're really excited to see what it does for him. It's going to be super consistent. Um and hopefully run really well for yeah, him. Yeah, so. so it hasn't been out. It hasn't done a pull yet. Since Nothing being... yet. So we're just kind of figuring out the little kinks here and there. Obviously, on the chassis, it's not... <clears throat> we got to figure out how to make it work the best. You know, like yeah. making the horsepower is the easiest part. The uh, Just trying to make the chassis work for him and be consistent is our main thing. So Does it have a roll cage? Yeah, it's all set up like that. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the roll cage was in the car before, even on the air-cooled setup. And then uh, with the help of Jeffrey Lutz, we did the exhaust manifold turbo setup. It's got a TurboNetic 62-millimeter turbo, um, Teachworks 2200cc injectors. So, I mean, it's going to make some steam. Yeah, it's like so, well over double the power that it ever had when people ever, would have seen it on the show. Yeah. yeah. It's, as okay. long as we keep the nose down, I think it'll it'll do really good for them. So. Yeah. Which was a problem before. Yeah, it already. was. And that was, was like half, an air-cooled motor that never did the same thing twice. I mean, it was super inconsistent. And we're really just excited about the consistency this time. Yeah. So, it's going to be exciting. Thank you. Is that coming out like gonna hit soon yeah so they're yeah they're filming schedule just a little bit behind but hopefully soon yeah okay. that those guys got all that stuff figured out and we're just just standing by so yeah that's uh that's exciting i'm <laughs> gonna you. i'm looking forward to seeing that oh yeah too. it's gonna be really cool because what is it like a 60 something beetle is it yeah originally? i can't remember the exact year on it it's but so it's so moderately you couldn't even tell <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> just the shape and uh -huh. that's it yeah <laughs> exactly shape and tail lights yeah, Actually, the, definitely want to look and the paint job yeah, 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 yeah the old dung beetle that's crazy isn't it? i love that I mean, we we had lou briefly previously on the podcast and we're talking about the stuff that those guys are doing down uh -huh. there and and it's just so diverse, right? The stuff that we've, and even just the people we've had on this, everyone yes. does their own thing. And like, it's yeah. great that everyone is in town. Um, you know, you can really do whatever you want. Like, what car do you want? What are you into? Yeah. There's somebody here that wants to, you know. Well, that's yeah, the beauty of living in Oklahoma. I feel like yeah. it's like, I've said this before. There's, especially like on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know, you can't even sneak up on an F-150 anymore. You know what I mean? That would be Heath Dean and a 700-wheel horsepower crew cab F-150 yeah. running to the neighborhood Walmart market. You know, it's just like you just – I love Oklahoma for that reason. Yeah. So it's like there's always car guys around. There's – it's super diverse. Yeah. You're going to always, you know – I love it coming out of the gas station. It's happened twice today. Coming out of the gym today and then the gas station today. And uh, they're just standing there like, why is it so loud? It's got that belt squeak out turbo? Yeah. What is that? Whistle. It's yeah. electronic yeah. power steering, man. It's yeah. the electronic steering power steering. It's going on. I don't even try to BS you. It's yeah. got a supercharger. You're like, oh, man, that's like, and they're just looking at me like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but like, yeah. Mm, yeah. you okay? It's like, well, when we, you had a uh, fellow friend who, you know, who had a, has an Audi that you had a little bit of a fun with last week. That yeah, was always hilarious. A I mean, the yeah, Audi I'll show you some tail lights. They take off three cars ahead of you and they look in their mirror and a crew cab four-wheel drive <laughs> F-150 is uh, running him down three cars at a time. Yeah. That's whenever they find the nearest Ford store and they're like, I'm going to go trade this in on an F-150. I think that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly. <laughs> wow. What Get rid of an Audi for an exactly. F-150. Yeah. Yeah. The exact same car that just beat, actually. <laughs> I didn't even so, think about that before. It's so funny I seeing people's faces, yeah. though. Like, you just like, you you know, you're, you're obviously a lot higher than they are. You know, they're in their whatever it is. And, yeah, you know, well, I like, scared myself in that. Um, 
the four wheel drive single cab with the Whipple, and like mm-hmm. around seven, little mid sevens. You I guys guess. did the, you were down the track together when you did that, right? Yeah. Uh, no, that was the white truck. Oh, okay. um, no, just launching that one four wheel drive. It's like it made my stomach hurt. Oh, I'm sure. Because you know? it was like kind of like GTR, like all like it's pretty heavy Full launch, stick. a lot of G's. Yeah. yeah. So it's weird what you can get out of a truck. You gotta watch out, man. Yeah, yeah. especially with you know watch. Heath having DDR yeah. concepts here in Oklahoma City. It's like. Whenever you're running down the road, it's always look in the grill of those F-150s. If there's something shiny uh, behind the Ford emblem, well, the take Whipple, the nearest exit. The Whipple yeah. is the sleeper, though, yeah. because if, if you're not looking up under the front of it, the only thing you see is the big stainless expansion tank. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. shiny. Well, you can't well, see it. Yeah. Listen and, for a belt squeaking. Yeah, that maybe. And the, the new Whipples are so quiet. Yeah. Like if one's got an exhaust, you're probably going to hear it. So yeah. there is a, there's a guy, let's say Russ. Not Russ the dog. There's a famous shop dog here, Russ. But uh, Russ is a cool guy. Russ is doing good things. I think think downtown or 63rd area every day. Watch out. Very unsuspecting gray F-150. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. And he likes to mess with people. Knowing Heath is like an XL work truck on the 16s. (laughs) He like widened the 16s. Close (laughs) enough. Close enough. (laughs) Close enough to understand. City worker? Uh, See you later. It's funny though, isn't it? When When you have that. And, yeah, it's ironic. And, and it's probably you boys. You boys probably have the same like experiences, right? Of rolling up on people, you and your Subaru, you it's and an F one fifty. I think you, you have know? to just find something just, just kind of different. You've, there's got to be something else in it for you because other than that, it's just money and frustration and absolutely. You're always having to justify it, yeah. and you know, automotive stuff is obviously it's the worst thing you can spend money on. You mm-hmm. hardly ever get it back. Right, yeah. Every vehicle is an appreciating asset, and it's probably one of the things that gets people more financial issues, especially here in oil and gas bros. Whoa, like, right? People just get ahead of themselves, yeah. and yeah. there's a lot of people that do that, and cars really allow you to do that. So it's it's one of those things that all of us have probably struggled with money mm-hmm. at some point. Like, cars almost guarantee you for you and I, it's insecurity. a little bit different just because for us, it's like a learning experience. When I spend yeah. money on my race car, yeah. it's like basically to give the customer a better product. And with he spends money on his truck, he tries it on his yeah. first to see if it works, yeah. you know? So for us, it's a little bit different to where that the customer gets yeah. a more solid product and the expectation from for both sides it's kind of met you know it's mm-hmm. like what will this 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 and this do well mm-hmm. it'll do this and yeah. this but it won't yeah. do this but it won't <laughs> yeah. do this exactly but, yeah. so it kind of it's just one yeah. of those things and, it, and then it comes into like the, cost the fandom of business yeah it's just like you're talking about why there's a lot of reasons you like Subaru like you're mm-hmm. Subaru specific there's a huge variety in that even mm-hmm. from the maintenance to the race cars and the types of people that own Subarus yeah. right there's a big variance there but it's there's a stereotype there's a lot of it's weird Subaru guys can be they'll make pretty decent money mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's like a good profile. They'll have like engineering. There's a lot of tech, yep. right? It's very, sometimes they vape. We'll leave that one out, right? This is a vape one. Super um, nice, man. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a, there's like a niche there. So you have like kind of the nerdy side of it. And, and I think it's cool in that you, you're not just in that platform or just like trying to have a car. There's always something else about yeah. it, whether it's the rally side of it. Um, you know, for me, it is kind of quirky. It's fun. Like I like driving a truck. I also like things that are fast, fast and yeah. I kind of like being a little understated. And, and so it's, you don't, it's hard to justify it and explain to somebody, but man, you can tell when people are super into it. And it's just oh, impressive yeah. to see yeah. when somebody really turns into a business and owns it. And, um, I think you're just going to have a lot of success just Thank you. staying on top of that. Well, and it's sure. not just like the STI platform. Like you have, there's a couple of other cars in here that aren't mm-hmm. STIs. And, and when you no. told me what you were doing to one of them, like, that's an outback. Yeah. Yeah. But is it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cass brought us, he's got a few other Subarus and he brought us his 05 Outback XT, mm-hmm. which to most looks like just normal, a normal yeah. wagon yeah. with a small lift, but it does have an EJ255 that's turbo that comes in the WRXs and 
very similar engine to an STI. Yeah. So they're the mm-hmm. options are and the you know you can do everything that you can do in STI to basically an Outback XT yeah. and it'll perform very similar. I mean it is an automatic transmission so it's going to hold it back a little bit but yeah. still it'll surprise some people from a stoplight. <laughs> Give us some Subaru owners listening to some bad ideas. Good ideas. Actually. Good, ideas. Exactly. Good ideas. Good yeah. ideas. Yeah. 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 Your wife's new Outback is now going to be a lot more fun to drive. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Well it's a, you know maybe it's the deal about the smart owners they're a little smarter than that. Yeah. Like, hey, honey we're going to get this really reliable super safe car. It's crazy economical. Yeah. Great. Great. Great retail things on them. Let's do, let's do this. I promise you. Yeah. Why is it louder, honey? Oh, let's, yeah. you know, let's, let's get another that 10 chirping? miles a gallon. It's chirping. Yeah. It's chirping. <laughs> That's the one that people don't know, especially is the chirp. The belt, yeah. chirp. <laughs> like a bluff. I love off. that. It's good. Um, uh, well, like, we like to round it up while my shoes are squeaking on your floor. Cool. Well, I was, I was before we get into, that. like, that question you're going to ask, the the three-car question, which I... I, I How did you know I was going to Because I know that. I, I want to say... I wasn't going to go straight Before we to get to the question he wants to ask, I want to say what's next, right? I, I, I want to make sure we find that out. So what is next? What's planned for the future? Sorry to cut you off. You can sit in the corner. So you're in pout. Yeah. Maybe I was going to ask that. No, you went. I know you went. What's next? What's like business plan? You know, what? where are we going from here? Because you've done all... You know, so honestly, the, the, the thing that's been... The talk in our uh, house, if you will, with me and Cassie, I think the the next step is basically getting more help. Mm-hmm. So Grant and I are basically have reached our uh, our breaking point with yeah. how much work we have here at the shop. So hopefully around March time, I'm going to bring on another one of our best friends. Really, really looking forward to that. Um, he's a huge addition and he's very comfortable with the platform. He has his own and he works with us part time. And I just think that it's time to basically have him come on full time to basically you know, spread out the responsibilities yeah. and uh, get cars out quicker um, and, you know, with the same quality. That's the number one battle with shops. It's like you can always find help, but it's not good help. And, you know, shops work really hard for their reputation. So guys are like, well, why don't you just, you know, hire somebody? Well, you just can't, you know. Yeah. The, these cars are very expensive. Uh, people spend a lot of money on their cars and parts and stuff. And, you know, we take really pride in our work and the reputation that we've built up mm-hmm. between Grant and I and Ben being the tuner. So it's really hard to find a good fit. And I feel like that fit comes in naturally. You can't just find somebody off the side of the road that appreciates what the shop's doing, right. appreciates the cars. And I feel like when it feels right, it just feels right. Yeah. You, know? you got you to gotta keep, you know, protect the culture that you have. Here. Absolutely. And that's huge yeah. in my opinion. So the, the turnover in shops, you know, of employees, it's like, it's just not something that I want to be a part right. of. I want yeah. to make sure that these are lifelong guys and, you know, we generate a brotherhood. So, yeah. And I feel like we're well on our way. That's exciting. So. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of business-minded people. I was actually going to summarize and I was giving them some credit is what I was going to do. So I want you to feel bad about <sighs> yeah, it. Yeah, all right. But as I say, it's a really good story in somebody who's just completely gone after what they want. You've gone through a lot of growing pains with the natural ones Absolutely. and you stuck at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're as imperfect as everybody else. You Absolutely. made mistakes. And I think people... You know, don't ever be scared of going down something that is niche and it is, you know, just for you and a little bit selfishly because what you yeah. loved. Um, but, you know, it's a different kind of work. It and is. And I think it's been cool to see you grow. Thank you. So I think you're. And uh, I really appreciate your friendship and uh, all the talks that we've had for two to three hours on the phone. I think that those uh, really help me and, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. keep me going. And I'm really thankful for our friendship, you know, with Heath. And um, I think that it's it's helped me tremendously. So. Yeah. 
He's got a decent business brain on him when he, he does. When he like this morning, I was like, Heath, I'm nervous about this podcast. He's like, dude, I'm sick and tired of your anxiety. I don't have any time for anxiety today. And I, I had him on speaker, and I looked over at Cassie. I was like, that's like literally what I needed to hear. So sometimes I'll just call Heath yeah. just to hear him just kind of verbally abuse me. Yeah. And like the next day, I'm just like ready. You know, like I'll get home from work at 10 o'clock that night. I'll have a conversation oh. with Heath, and I'm like. I'm ready to go back to the shop. Like yeah. I'm ready to kick the night. It makes butt, it, you know, it, it makes it easy when you just see someone. It's like, do you are really talented? You're a hundred percent your own way. You know, I wish I'd have picked something niche and run off with it like that because you don't see what what's out there, right? It's always easier for somebody from the outside to see. So it's even easy to give you advice to keep yeah. you on track. Thank you. Well, I'm super thankful for that. The question that Heath was going to ask before I interrupted him right. is that every guest we have on, we ask him <laughs> to pick three cars, and we've had three guests on so far, and it, it's always different. And I've and I've been thinking about this, right? Okay. So, I, I, so, and I'm going to steal this from another podcast that I listen to because he does a very good job, uh, and that's Sam Moore's, who has Car mm-hmm. Chat. And Sam Moore's question at the end, which I think is probably one of the best ways to do this, because originally it was three cars. One was like attainable, which is subjective. One was like a lunatic, and then yeah. one was a daily. And it's very difficult. But now the way that Sam does it, and I love that I listen to his podcast. And shout out if no, if everyone's listening they want to go to a car podcast listen to that it's called car chat um he basically says five cars pick any five cars but they have to fit into your daily life so, have no idea so which I'm five thinking. which five yeah. subarus would you have yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> that's what i was thinking i was like yeah yeah uh but yeah so you'd quit stalling i, I assume you you'd oh have, it's my turn yeah. you'd have a right oh, you'd okay. have i assume you'd have the cars you already have for the most so time. yes uh Five cars, okay. So I've always wanted, well, Cassie has too, like a 50s Ford, like a Coyote swap. I think that'd be a really fun Trucker cruiser. Car. Yeah. AC power steering auto. Yeah. Something that Cassie could drive, have, you know, he throw a blower on it, do all that good stuff, yeah. make 600 wheel horsepower in a 50s Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. I'd love to have a, the new last edition, basically. Uh, STI that just came out. It's called the S209. They made 209 of them. It's the first S model STI that was ever sold to the US. Um, I'd love to have one of those. Yeah. They only came in blue and white. Um, super low production. Last uh, motor, supposedly, it's going to have the EJ250 or 257 in it. So mm-hmm. I'd love to have one of those. Third car would be um, an R8. I'd love those. Um, Ooh, a new, I don't know what a new it is about those. Do it. I would do it auto, yeah. just because our entire collection that we have right now is manual, besides Cassie's Jeep, and I feel a little bit selfish because yeah. she can't drive any of the cars. So I'd like to get like an R8 with the auto in it, uh-huh. something that she could also enjoy as well. Yeah. Um. So that's three cars. Honestly, I'd probably oh, take well, another I'm, two STIs, but that's too boring. I mean, uh, you could also go down like the route, the route of like your. To, to you know your side by side yeah I, don't yeah. forget that so the, you know yeah turbo yxz that's making 500 wheel horsepower i think would be really cool yeah um i think i mean who wouldn't have fun with that you yeah. know <laughs> that, was, that goes into the, the qualification of like i don't buy a motorcycle because i kill myself 100 yeah. percent. see that's the thing i agree with first that. time i was ever in a side by side me and my buddy brett flipped it he bought it for his dad <laughs> for father's day we're in college complete idiots like hey let's go test drive it go out as soon as we hit dirt Boom. Right around right side. Around side. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nail polish. Yeah. You got to be careful. Spray paint. Those yeah. things will do whatever you want them to do. Yeah, they You got to be really careful. Yeah. yeah. So the fifth vehicle. Man, this is tough. It is tough. But it's. I, I think it's um, more fun than three. 
have to think. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Yeah. yeah. I would probably do like a... All my cars are pretty normal, but I would like like a Hellcat or a Trackhawk. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think those are amazing cars. Uh, yeah. I love them. So you have some in this complete, yeah. warranty horsepower. Well, let's um, not get too you know controversial, but the new GT500 came out. It's like, oh, it's awesome. And it got beat I don't uh, like it. by the Trackhawk still. Or no, not Trackhawk, but the Red Eye. Uh-huh. Um, and then the ZL1 Camaro. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the new so, 500. Yeah, the new Mopar stuff is honestly crazy. I love They built it the super idea. strong. They did. I think I think to be able to take a platform, we just completely pivoted off that. But That's good. Some, That's good. Good, good transition. I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm much more proud of my group of cars that I picked there. I feel like I tried really hard. I'm very proud of that, so okay. I will say that. Well, you might um, keep a note of them so you remember them for the next podcast. No, I'm not going to at all. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to keep switching up. It's ever-evolving. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to hold up note cards. <laughs> anyway, to the Dodge stuff, because I, I don't know that I'll ever drive a Dodge, but they... You know, oh, especially why, why is that? You would never drive. <laughs> I didn't say a I would Dom, ne- like a Mopar product or a Dodge. You well, said Mopar. Dodge. Why? Because I just I, yeah, I, a Trackhawk or a Hellcat, or SRT8, Viper. You well, love the Viper. Yeah, you what, said to me, what? you would, this no, is not good for you yeah, right now. That's, yeah. Cause you said to me last well, this week, one of those videos. I want a Viper. Stop. Yeah. All right. Sorry. We're not talking about like I'm a not editing or an Avenger. Okay. You're right. You're right. Just keep it in. That was painful. I, I feel like I should go through that. Yeah. That was okay. good teamwork so, right there. Yeah. Good job. So. Yeah, he's lost. So, no dodge. No, I'm not lost. Now I'm like, do I just keep... Should I, should I talk good about it now? Because no, you I just wasn't. beat me with it. You literally beat me with it. Now I'm trying to get excited about talking I'll about it again. Anyway, dodge. they're built very strong. And people come in and they're like, hey, I want to buy something. I want it to be safe, but I want to mod it. it the best thing to buy is that because they're, just, they're bulletproof. Yeah. Up to like 800. You yeah. know, you don't have to worry about them. I mean, even the motors more so than that. You have to worry about yeah. driveline yeah. and stuff. But to get that kind of power and performance, and it's pretty safe because it's pretty long wheelbase. It's a boat. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I hate you guys. Because <laughs> so he said to me last week, I really want a Viper. <laughs> I've always wanted a Viper. Before I went off and spent money, I was almost going to buy one. Yeah. So. They're cool cars. Yeah, Gen 5, though. Gen 5 is the only one. Yeah. They look good. Well, um this has been a blast. Uh, appreciate your time. Sure. Appreciate you, you know, taking your day off to come in to the shop and sure. shoot shoot some nonsense with us and yeah. have a laugh and joke Guaranteed around. Nonsense. Great time. Yeah. How everyone listening, how can they reach out? How what time for pl- you plugging what you do? What you know? Sure. How do they reach out? So we've got our uh, website, MissFireMotorsports.com. Yes, sir. Thanks to Heath Dean, set that up for us. Did a really good job mm-hmm. on that. Um, we do need to update it though. If anybody's got any ideas, critiques to update. Yeah, so. sure. Holler at us. Um, you can also email us at misfiremotorsports at gmail.com. We also have a the portal on the website itself that you know you can send inquiries. Our shop phone number is 405-919-8404. We're here Monday through Friday, Friday excuse me, 9 to 5 um, by appointment only. So just reach out before you head over just to make sure that we're here, not running out getting parts, machine shop, lunch, whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and if you know we don't answer the phone, please leave a message. Please, please, please leave a message, and uh, I'll get back with you. Happy days. Off yeah. all your best Subaru stuff you can get. Thank you. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to seeing some more uh, Subaru stuff on the road, just to see that little sticker. Have you been in? One of those? No, I want to go out and one for sure. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guy, oh, and 
before we finished, I saw, if you haven't watched that video on that racing channel, go see it. Cause there's a bit where a guy pulls up next to you and he's like in a suit and he's like, Hey man, is that a, yeah, I saw what? the sticker. Is that a, is that what? And he's just in the race. That was like, literally yeah, the bro. craziest thing. Being what you said happened. earlier, what you said earlier about him being really nice. Yeah. That's a perfect yeah. example. Yeah. Of him doing exactly, it. Yeah. We were at RS fuel. I was, you know, I was getting gas in the, in the STI and we're about to head out to start filming. And I noticed that golf was mixing fuel mm-hmm. like 85 or 93 or whatever he was doing. I was like, Oh nice. You know? And we pull out. It was like perfect. I literally had no idea who that guy was. Yeah. Didn't know anything about mm-hmm. him. And I looked over, and he was up next to me. I was like, "Well, maybe this guy, you know, yeah, wants, wants to step race. up." Yeah. I was like, <laughs> "He's not thinking know. about making a new friend." Yeah, exactly. No, I'm just ready to uh, lay into it next yeah. to a golf, and yeah. maybe you know, take a race when it comes. Exactly. Yeah. And he ended up knowing about the shop and stuff like that. So that's really cool awesome. to see. So, well, I think we'll finish it there. Thanks for listening, guys, yeah. and we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Later. Bye. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode with Sean. Had a blast sitting with him. He's a lot of fun. Does some really cool things. And and as you can see, he's very passionate about his Subarus. Um, I'll post all the links below so you can go down, scroll them, and follow him on Instagram. Uh, follow our car segment um, at Random Car Guys. Follow Heath at DDR Concepts. And then obviously, if you don't follow us already, but you listen to the podcast, that's awesome. But follow us at This Is Oklahoma. And we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that episode of Random Car Guys with Sean Abedi from Misfire Motorsports. I'll post all the links below so you can go follow Sean and definitely follow us on Instagram at Random Car Guys for more car content. Thanks, really appreciate it. Leave us a review, subscribe, and we'll see you next episode.